Welcome back, ladies, to Consider Yourself Hugged, episode 78. I'm Tammy. I'm Michelle. And we hope you guys had a great week. We um, ended off last time with Michelle asking me a question and me saying, hey, let's talk about that next time. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I went to bed. I don't know. Did you have anything going on this week that was, we talked last time about trying to let people in a little bit more and know us better. Did you have anything going on? Noteworthy? Nope. Okay. So, slow <laughs> <laughs> <A> week. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know that I had anything noteworthy either. After all the weird travel and all that stuff, um, it's been quiet. So, but we're zooming again today, Michelle in her car and me in my closet. And maybe one of these days we'll revisit the the recording in the car. So I don't know. We are recording live next week, aren't we? We have a guest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We will be recording live, all three of us in person. So yay. Yeah. So we'll talk about that guest. Um, it'll be a, a few weeks before it airs because we have, I, I don't know, it may be next week before it airs. It's hard to remember when you're going to be listening to this. So hopefully you listened to our last episode about the Grammy performance by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. And we talked, um, just as a quick recap, uh, and if you haven't watched the dance and you don't know about it, there will be a link in the show notes, show notes, but it generated a lot of controversy and discussion. So last time we talked about um, some of the, the Facebook comments, we put a post on Facebook and we said, what do you think about this? And we got a lot of good responses. And then we divided them up into some different areas. Last week, we talked about sort of the moral religious considerations for this sexual provocative kind of dance. Then we talked about whether or not it was an empowering thing for women to be able to, to do that, or was it degrading to women? And then we talked a little bit about the histories. Actually, I think that was flip-flopped. We talked about the histories of the dancers themselves. Um, we mainly talked about Cardi B. We'll talk a little bit about Megan today. So that's what we left off on. And then today we're just going to kind of quickly do, those are the big ones, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So today we'll do the other, I don't know, maybe five, maybe four, maybe six. I don't know. So what did you ask me last time? Do you remember when we left what off? Your like your overview because we didn't really share our views on the Facebook post. So in terms of, and there's a lot of different layers to the question, but I'd start oh. out by asking you, like, do you feel like it was appropriate for primetime TV? So that's a complicated question. Um, and when, do you remember when we first talked about this and my first reaction was, that is awful. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. I was like, that is awful. And this is, and, and, and when the song came out and I, I heard some of the lyrics, I think I probably did say something like, and this is just okay. And this is what this world is coming to. And this is what we're letting go on television for our families and our children. And this, I mean, I think I said all those things, Michelle, I'm just confessing that to you and our four, four listeners or however many there are there. <laughs> but then... Okay, I mean, Christian background, very conservative background, but also poverty, um, you know, lots of emotional trauma and different things that happened. 
And so as I think about as appropriate for prime time, we put that sort of in the category of setting an example for young people. You know, is this appropriate for them to see? And I can't, you know, I have a dual answer. Like, I think no, I don't think that that is. But here are a few, this is kind of harsh maybe, I don't know. But I was reading some blogs about it. And there was one blog that said this was inappropriate for my family and I who sat down together to watch the Grammys. It was disgusting. And part of me thinks, have you ever watched the Grammys? Like, do you not, if this is a family viewing evening with the Grammys, I'm not, I'm not sure that there have been, haven't there been like performances that generate this kind of conversation almost every year to some degree? Right. And absolutely see what you're, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I wrote that down sort of like, where's the line? Um, and then this was, I wrote, if we're looking, so a lot of other people said, well, this is not, they're not setting a good example for our kids. I saw that over and over, not on our Facebook post, I don't think, but there was something related to that. And so I just, I wrote down, if we're looking to the entertainment industry to set examples for our children, then that's a problem. Like Hollywood and the music industry is probably never going to be the moral compass um, for most people's definition of morality. And that's what I think. It's not the place to turn. I mean, that's, it's entertainment. People get paid to do it. Um, I, I, I feel like it was a little much for a primetime thing, but, but it's more expected than not expected. I don't know, but it, I don't know. Did it cross a line? What do you think? I think that, that, um, I mean, don't you think probably the Grammys and the performance, they probably knew it was going to be a little edgier performance, like we had said, but like last week, that it was going to be edgier, that it was going to be talked about. And I think that like the performers, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but like what they're kind of saying about that is, you know, it's not our job to, to raise your kids. And so I, I think that, that they um, kind of took that stance on it. And I had mentioned last week, I think that for me, again, because I am, I, I do feel like trying to keep things developmentally appropriate age-wise and what people see. And I don't, I don't see primetime television, like I don't like hear that being as big of an issue as um, what children have access to on the internet. So I'm probably even more protective about screening and um, really monitoring that but Mm -hmm. you know I don't I think that there are definitely children that that performance was not developmentally appropriate for and that it would require some explaining if they understood anything about kind of what was going on and that's kind of like if if someone is willing to kind of sit down and talk through that like if I was going to have a conversation one of the things we talked about initially was you know we did I forgot about that I think it, it would be different. Like if, if this were something like if I were talking to my niece, I don't have a daughter, but if I was talking to my niece about this performance, or if it were my niece giving this performance, like what kind of things would I say, you know, to my niece? I mean, so again, lots of different layers. I think that for me, like background wise, it was probably racier than what I would have 
<laughs> wanted to see on primetime TV. Yeah. But it's, there's a lot on primetime TV right now that's probably fits in that category. So I think what you said about monitoring and like when you sit down to kind of watch things, and it's wonderful that person sat down to watch it with their family. And I mean, my guess is they probably turned it off, right? I mean, like when you saw kind of what was going on, you kind of like probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, there are there are people that I've seen on Facebook who have their little girls in dance class. They wear a teeny tiny midriff shirt. They're like six, seven, eight years old a little low cut tiny skirt, tons of makeup, and they are like doing these like duck lips, thrusty kind of, and I'm like, okay, I, is that okay? I don't know. Yeah, I think you say like there's layers to the question of does like, do they absolutely have the right to do that performance versus when would we personally and individually, you know, would have preferred people to have access I mean that so that's a different question you know so like yeah. especially with with children kind of just like you said you know everybody gets to choose mm-hmm. what they consider appropriate yes so. well and and that kind of transitions too into the next thing that came up a lot and that was the double standards um that men you know male performers have been doing this kind of thing for years with the female dancers um, grinding and twerking and all over them. And it was not nearly as big of a story when it was two women. (sighs) And silence. (laughs) I think, yeah, I mean, I think that that is a too i think there's definitely a a double standard i think that um you know you can't necessarily it's okay for one person to do that without the other person being able to to do that or have the right to do that you know i heard somebody say and i don't remember who it was because we were talking about this and i wish i could remember who it was but he said you know men have always been just gross and raunchy and you know uncouth or whatever i don't know what the words were and it was women who kind of keeps the society more level and moral so when the female population starts to break down then where is society going i it was sort of like being ladylike like women just need to be ladylike um, to keep society from crumbling. And I was like, wow, that's a big responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I lost you for a second. So there probably is a double standard. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And then we just had a couple more, um, the generational divide. And I'm going to read this directly from the Facebook post. And it was another Michelle, not our Michelle, who wrote this. She said, there's always fighting. I'm sorry, let me straighten this out so I can read it. There's always fight against change. Jazz, heavy metal, grunge, R&B, rap. In 1957, when Elvis performed on the Ed Sullivan Show, they couldn't film anything below the waist. 
all his hip action and pelvic gyrating was lewd and sexually suggestive. Um, Jerry Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, and the British invasion of the Beatles, and of course, Big Lip Mick Jagger was going to be the destruction of America, you know, because it leads to communism is what she wrote on there. Um, culture. And then she said, what about Led Zeppelin, Ozzy Osbourne, um, or even velvet black light, black light posters. Um, so, you know, I don't, it's hard to know what to do with that because, I mean, I think that's completely valid. Do you, I mean, generate well, I, I change. I definitely do. And I think that there's just a lot of, um, difference now in terms of like life. I mean, like when I was in high school, college, when like there wasn't FaceTime and, um, kids are exposed. I mean, there's a lot more, um, openness, let's say (laughs) about, about, um, that type of thing than there has been in years past. Right or wrong, good or bad. Um, I don't know. That's a ridiculous thing to say, but things are going to change and it's always that America is going to fall apart. Um, but we're still here. So yeah, generation changes with time. Um, why don't we end? Let's do the last thing. And I, and I told you we were going to talk a little bit about, about Megan. Um, we put this sort of in the category of just being cautious not to, so this will be probably seven things that we covered demonizing the performer or the performance as this is that total person. Um, so I read a little bit about, about Megan and I just jotted some things down. Um, when COVID hit, she made her first donation to a nursing facility in Houston. Um, she said, I just feel like these are all the things that are going to take me in the right direction to start opening my own facility in her hometown. Um, they couldn't see their grandparents. So she teamed up with Amazon to give them devices so they could video chat. Um, she earned her bachelor's degree in health administration as a part-time student at Texas Southern. She wanted a degree because she really wanted her mom to be proud. Um, she lost her mother who died after brain cancer. She lost her father when she was a teenager. She lost her grandmother, died shortly after her mother died. She had all these things. Um, so she said she was doing it for herself, but also doing it for the women in her life. So she donates a lot of her money. She worked very hard. But when we watch the performance, we not, well, we, some tend to demonize that as that is Megan the Stallion, the person she's immoral. She's disgusting. That's degrading. Um, but like you said, Michelle, there's, there's the story. And I don't think either one of us is condoning, you know, those acts or saying it didn't bother us. But our point in the show is just to think deeper, right? And peel the layers and maybe even keep your own peace about you rather than us sometimes just diving off that demon edge uh, when someone does something that's upsetting. I mean, is that, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. Just kind of that, that it's a very like layered discussion. And 
I, I think that's kind of what we, when we talked about it, had. Well, if you were talking to your niece or something, maybe we should just end with sort of our, our final thoughts and why even do, why even devote two episodes to something like this? Because we are, we are a group about being mentally healthy and emotionally healthy and supportive and empowering. So what would you, what are a few things you would say to that niece or any woman who's listening? So I think that, um, I mean, there's a, a couple of different things. I mean, first, I think we both talked about the fact that, you know, when I think back and we talked a little bit about their stories and a lot of them are I mean, stories of survival. It's like, it's very easy for me to sit here and say that I would never do this or that. But if I have not been in that position, then I'm, I'm never going to, you know, I'm never going to do that because I know that I've, I haven't lived in that person's shoes. So I can't necessarily say what um, 100% for sure I would do. If I was talking to my niece, I think it, you know, if I was talking about like the performance, you want to talk about like talking to her about the performance or talking to her about the song or both? Um, I think just anything that let's say that she sat down and saw it and just, yeah. What would you say? I would, I would really kind of talk to her about like the content of the song to see kind of, I think a lot of people listen to the song and don't necessarily even internalize the content. And so that's one thing mm-hmm. I think like if, if she did, like if, if we were talking about the content, I mean, this woman, she survived by being a stripper. And so kind of like talking about that I mean at one point in the song you and I talked about like there's a, a point in the song where she talks about like paying her tuition um yeah. through like a, a sex act I mean that's that's actually her life that's not something she was just singing about to, to make money this is a song kind of about her life and so if I was going to talk to my niece about that you know I would kind of talk through you know thinking through all aspects of decisions that she makes I I think that you know there's an emotional cost for most women when it comes to something like that and so I would probably approach talking to her about it through that aspect I love that what about you um so like I think of it in terms of of my daughter too and I think you know especially if she were younger I might say you know you're going to see a lot of things from a lot of women as you grow up and society has some ways that we tend to to live we we follow the bible but what i don't want you to do and this is what i would say to her is harden your heart um be overly critical be overly judgmental um i want you like my friend michelle to listen to show grace to to stand for what you want to stand for though you know have your guidelines but also keep that kindness in your heart for others who have walked a different path than you i think that's what i would say i love that stand for what you want to stand for yeah i mean just because um we may not agree with what they're doing um if we met them face to face would we say some of those things that have been said about her you know, or them all over social media. Most of us probably wouldn't. So we did it, Michelle. 
we finished it up. Hopefully we made some some sense and helped you. Do you have anything else you want to throw in before we close it down? Okay. Well, thanks for coming back. And we're asking again for engagement and comments either on the Facebook page or the show notes at TammyWest.com. We'll have the link to the, um, to the performance. Um, watch last week's or listen to last week's episode if you haven't done it already. And rate, review, and download and help us to keep growing this fabulous community. Send us some ideas, too, of things that you would like to hear or guests that you would like to hear. That would be fantastic. And I guess now, until we are together next time, consider yourself happy.